Yo, what is good? It's Latoya Sharee, and I'm back at it like a cat bouncing on a craftmatic. My goal here in this episode is to introduce a new series that I'm doing within the This Is My Happy Place podcast, which is the OJ Project 411 for your 444. A lot of people might want to know what that's about, but we're talking about investments for mothers who are starting from the ground up. Not just a mother who has a million or a few thousand laying around, but mothers staying out in the projects, fathers staying out in the hoods. We are talking about the upcome for everybody. You know what I mean? So that's next up on... (laughs) the OJ project for this is my happy place <laughs> with a toy shirt <laughs> all right yo what is really good I'm Latoya Sharif, and I am super excited, more than Campbell's, to talk to you today about this new episode segment. Um, I want to make this a weekly thing, you know what I'm saying, and talking about investments for mothers who are starting off at lower income, poor, and don't have the money to just go and start everything and put it all on red so um first up why is it a big deal to even think about investing what makes these thoughts come across my mind right now to talk about people who are in the projects in the hood um for me i know what it's like to live paycheck to paycheck and even worse I know what it's like to wonder when the next paycheck is gonna come because maybe you got fired maybe you know what I'm saying you might have had child support and it was supposed to buy your kids some new shoes because maybe right now you're in school and you're budgeting with financial aid which is a whole nother story um and things are just not working out in your favor and maybe you do have a spouse and you've been together for a while, or maybe you're dating, maybe you're married, whatever the case may be. My thing is, I want families who are starting out with nothing to understand how important it is to invest. Now, there are so many different ways to save, to invest. The first main thing is to understand what money is. Why is money so important? We spend money on everything. You know, we are consumers in this society. We are not Amish. Most of us aren't. So basically, we're spending money. You know, how important is it to learn the value of your dollar? Well, (laughs) just ask all the billionaire companies how important it is that they take the money (laughs) from you to fund their millionaire billionaire dreams i mean we don't understand 
the value of our bucks. We know that money equals a certain amount based upon, you know, what's written on it. Like we know a quarter is 25 cents. We know a $5 bill is worth $5. We know a $100 bill is worth $100. But do we really understand how that transfers in the investment world? Let's just say you got your income taxes back. Because that's a big deal for us people in the hood. Let's just be 100. You know, you get the income tax back and you think, yo, I'm about to buy. Now what I mean? The dopest Jordans. I'm about to go ahead. <laughs> Give me a new car. You know what I mean? So I can whip a nay-nay on these people real quick. Now what I mean? And you go ahead and you, and you buy it. You buy the car. You buy the dopest shoes. You get your kids some clothes. And... You feel like you're catching up because at one point you were behind, you were in the negative, you were in the red, and now you have this fundage to go ahead and do things that you weren't able to do before. But what if you got $5,000 back and instead of spending that whole $5,000 on going out to eat at Red Lobster, the dope cheddar biscuits, (laughs) <laughs> going to Chuck E. Cheese's <laughs> because you want your babies to have the best time. You know what I'm saying? Taking you, your kids, and your man out for matching pictures and whatnot. Buying you a new phone because you want a new iPhone. You wanted your man to have a new iPhone. You want your kids to have a new joys. What if you took half of that money and invested it? How? Why? investments future the problem is a lot of us are thinking with our micro brains and we live in past that micro moment you live in past that second if you live past that 20 minutes or that two weeks of spending you're fudged you really are you're in a situation where you don't know what to do because i've seen it happen to me i've seen it happen to other people where you get the money, you spend the money, then you have no money, and then you're waiting for your paycheck. But what if you invested it? What if you use it for marketing for real estate? What if you learned about the stock market? What if you learned about how to fix and flip? What if you learned about products that sell for certain amounts of money on eBay and uh, let it go and Craigslist, and then you sold it and made mad money? What would happen? Would you be in debt or would you be ahead of the game? See, the problem is we don't learn about being ahead of the game. We learn about keeping up with the Joneses. The Joneses don't care about you having the latest shoes. I mean, they might feel some type of way. But if the Joneses have invested their money and they have passive income, plus they have a career, plus they have investments, plus their, you know, their portfolio on real estate is dope, and they have businesses, and they're invested in businesses, they're not caring about your little Jordans. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not caring about you, you know what I'm saying, having all the dope in the world. You know what I'm saying? They don't care that you bought some new couches or no furnitures. You need to think about that mindset of, I got to get that ahead of the game. And not in the sense of, for the brief moment of buying this couch, it's going to last a few years and then I'm going to go ahead 
and buy another one in two years or one year or three years. That cash is not bringing, that couch is not bringing you any money in. I'm sorry. And I've done it. I've done it. I've had moments of just, I feel like I've had moments of just uncontrollable weakness where I had moments of like, I don't know. Um, I guess I would call it, uh, you know, just, just, I felt like I had to spend that money. I felt like I had to show this, especially stressful moments. Oh my God. Had a few of those stress-filled shopping sprees. And afterwards, it was kind of like binging. I regretted that ish immediately. But what if we didn't have to regret? See, I work as a substitute teacher. And I love my kids. I've seen what different grade levels learn. And I know there are classes that learn when they get into middle school and high school, they have economics programs and they learn about certain things when it comes to investing. But do they really learn enough? This should be something that's taught from first grade because everybody does not learn the same. They don't. You know what I'm saying? Everybody doesn't learn the same. We talk about sight words and we talk about, you know, spelling words and you know, football games after school, and we talk about basketball games, and we talk about the dopest sneakers and having the best clothes and the best hairstyles and taking the best clothes out of our closet for picture day and having the best pictures to show to our little friends around the way, you know what I'm saying? But are we really preparing our children for the world? There's nothing wrong with being a factory worker if you're happy. If you love what you're doing, then you have everything you need. But if you hate what you're doing, bro, then you are so behind. Like dead ass. Like you're like a fish out of water. And that's what a lot of people around in the hood are. That's what we feel like, a fish out of water. Because it's a doggy dog world. And we're all surviving in the jungle, but we're in the wrong, we're, 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 we're in the wrong damn climate. We need to be, we need to be out there in the concrete jungle, but we still thinking with our, our minds out here in the reserve jungle. What I mean by that is we're still thinking about the fact that we got to make the day-to-day-ish work because, you know what I mean, our homegirl, Tiffany, homegirl, Scent, homegirl, you know what I mean, Erica, or our frenemy, <laughs> or our homeboy, Raekwon, or our homeboy, you know what I mean, Keith or Phil, Phil, have an issue, you know what I'm saying, and they, they, they didn't afford to buy them brand new J's, so I'm going to just sneak up on them, spend my last money. Why is that such a big thing, yo? Why why, why do we do that? Why do we have to one-up the other person at the expense of ourselves and our family? That is some real fudged up stuff. We're going to talk a little bit about that after the brizzle, all right?
Yo, I was. I'm. I'm so glad that you came back from the Blizzard. Um. I'm thinking about this one conversation before we get into why is it so important for us to flaws. I ain't thinking about this one conversation some years ago when I was like probably 21 and I was going through some tough times and I went to a church <laughs> and um, the pastor was talking about um, this conversation stuck in my head because before that I thought everything he said made sense but then that one conversation stuck in my head because it sounds dumb to me um, he was talking about don't do prepaid, get a contract. Why are you doing prepaid when you should get a contract? <laughs> and I was like, this <laughs> MNF so-and-so, how you gonna tell somebody else to get a contract? And it, what if they can't afford to get a contract? You know, contracts come with fees, you know what I'm saying? That you can't pay. And why is that so, why Why did that stick in my head? Because I think about a lot of us try to teach people financial literacy and we teach them to buy a house. We teach them to, <laughs> we teach them to have the dopest cell phone plan and to make sure that they pay their bills on time and to make sure that they have you know, a consistent job, but we don't teach them how to invest, and we don't teach them to live way, way, way below their means. If you're making $800, your goal is to spend only $400. Hell, three. If you're making, (laughs) if you're making, you know what I mean, $2,000 a month, dope would be to only have to spend $800. And yeah, that means you're going to have to live in a rinky day apartment, but you need to learn how to save for a very good minute. Save. And then after you save, you can invest. But people don't think about that. I had this conversation with my big brother, um, when I got back in the fam, and that's when I was, you know, because I'm adopted and I was able to reach out to my brother last year and we had this conversation. It was a three-way conversation with my brother Lou and my brother Richie. And uh, we were talking about, you know what I'm saying, like they were talking about how, you know, it's important to look fresh to death, nothing less. You know what I'm saying? And they would rather be looking dope than having, you know what I'm saying, than then be, then hide that money and look not successful and these are niggas these are niggas that I would never think cared about what nobody else thinks you know what I'm saying but it's that thing that when you in the hood you have to look like you fit in and like you belong cause, because it's always a predator prey situation you know, when you were a kid, kids talk about your gear. And I remember my brothers talking about how two of them had, you know, ran away from home when they was 15 years old. You know what I'm saying? And then they needed to have, excuse me, this salad is like getting to me. <laughs> Hold on one second. I got to give me a little aquafazels. 
let me give me some oh so anyway um he was talking about how they had ran away because our mother my birth mother couldn't afford to pay for all the nice things and blah 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 but and he felt like you know being a man early and he wanted to run the streets and have the best clothes and be fly and get the girls and, and that led to a lot of different things going to jail early you know what i'm saying having kids early you know missing out on situations with with their children and it made me realize that you know that's not a good look and so I, I was saying, though, why why you don't just hold that money and don't be fly and walk around with some Walmart specials for a minute? Because I'm good with a Walmart special. <laughs> Hell, I go to the Dollar Tree and rock a damn Dollar Tree shoe. I don't care. <laughs> like, keep my monies in my pockets so I can spend the monies later. But nah, like, they was talking about like, Hell no. <laughs> Nah, <laughs> I wouldn't be caught dead in that. Yeah, you know I mean, I got to have, I got to be fly all day. You know what I'm saying? I gotta be fly. <laughs> I gotta be more fly than American Airlines. <laughs> and I think that's that mentality of watching, you know, movies like Dolomite. You know, where you gotta be better than the next man. You know. That's the style back in the day. Flash. You know, when you watch, you know, and I love Jay-Z. I love Diddy. You know, but when you watch them and they got their, you know what I mean? Remember the Rolexes used to be like the dope thing and everything. And they had a nice little outfits and the Nikes and blah, 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 blah. <sighs> that used to be the thing. It still is. Everybody's around here flogging. Like, we got Instagram millionaires. <laughs> These MFs ain't got no money, but they millionaires. They're CEO of their own destination. The couch. <laughs> but I mean, it's nothing wrong with visualizing stuff. I believe it starts with, you know, visualizing and figuring out what you're doing. Because that's what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Like starting from the beginning, like starting from the bottom. But I feel like when it comes to my projects, my hood her communities, my communities that are poor, you know, that I have a real um, passion for, you know, I see that and it affects the children because then they feel like th they can talk about their friends because they're lesser paramours because they don't wear the same type of shoes or they don't have the dopest J's. But if you living in the projects, more than likely, more than likely, you don't have a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? And it's some people who have millions because they trap or they about that life. But not everybody is about that life. It's a lot of mothers. A lot of mothers and fathers. Husband and wife, boyfriend and girlfriend. Single mothers. Doesn't matter if you're white back. If you living in a poor community, it's an issue. It's a big issue. And when you think, especially in my, my black community, I'm just being real, spending that money on dumb stuff. I've had plenty of conversations with people where they'll buy an iPhone that they can't afford to buy, but then they won't have any food in the house or their lights be off. 
And don't get it twisted. Like, I ain't, I'm not even going to sit there and say that I ain't done dumb stuff. <laughs> I've done some dumb stuff. But it's a big conversation that needs to be had. Because this is the problem where we think too much about what other people think instead of what we need. We need to be owners. We need to be investors. We need to be learning more about the stock market. You know, like Jay-Z was talking about, if you invest three years later, be one worth more, four years later, six years later, 10 years later, you invest and you put your money where, you, where, you, where your dreams are, you'll be on point. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be a millionaire. To be happy. But it would be nice. If you're a nurse. And you invested some money in real estate. And the stock market. And you live below your means. And you grinded it out for 15 years. And you. You know have other alternate interests. Like you're a painter. That you can pursue that lifestyle. And maybe you can cut back on your hours. As a nurse or all together because you got a bunch of passive incomes with things that you sell online with the stock market with real estate where you have properties and you're buying and selling stuff it just would be dope there are more women colored women who are in her going to school than men in this community who are going to school, whether they finish or not, they're going to school, they're getting jobs, they're taking care of the kids, they're cooking, they're cleaning. It's just so much. Why not take some of that burden off so you can take Junior to, you know, a football game or you can take three days off and just go someplace and not have to worry about making up that fundage because you got passive income coming in. With, with all this um, gentrification, the hood ain't the hood no more. You don't want to get kicked out on your buttocks wondering, you know what I'm saying, what's gonna happen. I'm trying to I'm trying to like keep it from <laughs> keep me from swearing because <laughs> I don't want to go too too much. But um you don't want to get kicked out on your butt. Like I'm thinking about like right now, my 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 projects. Right now they 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 updating it after years of not doing, you know, stuff and I start to get concerned. So to get worried, like, what is going to happen? So I've been studying real estate and studying a bunch of different investment stuff. So, and I bought my band, my market signs, and I've learned about, you know, different markets. And I'm learning about all these different things that I want to get into, like the stock market. And I, you know, I would highly, you know, just advice for people to do the same you know everybody who has something nice isn't necessarily great with money we're gonna talk about that as our last little caption and then we're gonna wrap it up all right after the brizzle
What's good? I'm thankful that you guys are back from the bristle after these messages. Um, yeah, man, everybody has a tendency to like pretend like they got it all together or they feel like they got it all together until it gets real. Um, I was talking to my kid's grandma. And we were talking about, you know, properties and how, you know, I'm working on, I've been studying real estate and learning about investments and, you know, talking about how I got my associate's degree in business and how I want to put that in good use, how, you know, there are so many different opportunities I'm starting from the bottom and, you know, I want to do blah, 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 X, Y, Z. And so she was talking about, Somehow the conversation got on when we were talking about her um, buying uh, her house. And she had been there for years. And I thought that she owned the house outright, you know, but she had a mortgage. And I was like, well, is it a balloon mortgage? What kind of mortgage is it? And it was some type of government funded program. So when she got ready to sell the house, um, not only did she not own the house and she couldn't get the money from the house, she was paying a mortgage to go towards this this program and there was a, still a percentage that she had to pay on top of that so when she sold the house when she thought she was going to recoup some good fundage she only got $1,000 back out of all that work and she had been there for years she had been there for like almost 20 years 15-20 years a long time to not even recoup some fundage you making these big investments and she put some real work into it and couldn't recoup any equity whoa and and, and, and it pissed her off it pissed me off I ain't gonna lie to you it would make me hella mad but she was able to walk away without any debt which is great and it puts me in the mind of, of how did these great so-called government programs don't set you up for a future. What happens if you're living in government housing and then something happens when you have to move out and they don't have a place for you to stay? Where will you go if you're not investing in yourself? You're working for this money. Pay yourself. Pay yourself. Don't be afraid to not go out, to be the loan shark, to save all your money, you know, to only buy the cheaper presents for a few years and then invest it into whatever will, will be your passion of investment and make a whole ton. It's not about shining on somebody. It really isn't. Because when you're happy, when you are doing things that make you happy, you have everything you need. So you don't need to shine on them. At the end of the day, you know what I mean? All you really need <laughs> is just to do you, boo-boo. <laughs> For real. Like, learn. Always be open to learn. One of, the, one of the things about being wealthy that I've learned from the people who are actually wealthy is they're always learning. They're always giving, they're always helping, they're always 
understanding how to make value work for them and make their money work for them. You're working for the money right now, baby. Or you're receiving something and then you're just spending it and you have nothing invested in yourself for your future. What happens if government programs shut down? What happens if there's a shutdown with the IRS and you can't get your taxes back to go buy those things that you were supposed to buy for your kids? What happens if all of a sudden they stop doing some of the grants because of a government shutdown? What happens if you have to move out because of gentrification? What happens if you lose your job? You lose a part of your income. You lose a family member who is helping with income. The best way to protect yourself is always to invest in yourself. I am learning this. This is a part of my journey. And I pray to God that you are learning it too. All right. Well, I'm glad that we talked about that today. Um, I feel like next time we should get into more of the different ways that you can invest. So, I appreciate you guys for listening. Um, hit me up on Instagram at I am Latoya Shari. Um, and I'll be super excited to hear from you guys. I love you guys so much, just in case you don't know that. And I wouldn't say it if it wasn't true. But also, thank you for listening. I appreciate it so much. Straight up from the heart, I live for you guys listening to my podcast. And, you know, I'm so thankful for the viewers who have viewed my YouTube channel. Um, Just keep keep listening. It gets better every day. And remember, as long as you are happy with what you have, you have everything you need. Smooches. Peace. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast or my YouTube episode. I appreciate your listenership. And if you liked it, please like and subscribe and also comment down below. Don't forget to hit me up on Instagram. Soup mooches. Bye.